Hi there, Dean Heskin, President and CEO of Swiss America Trading. Thank you for tuning in to this most recent episode of our podcast, The Secret War on Cash. And it is quite a war that we do have going on in cash right now. Uh, joining me today is our regular guest, uh, Chris Agalestos. Chris, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. Good to see you. Well, nice to be seen, as the old saying goes. Uh, today, we're going to talk on a topic we've covered before, but not as much as some of the other things like the banking crisis that's taking place right now or some of the Wall Street worries that worries that have been quickly growing uh, or the somewhat meteoric interest that's been taking place as it relates to BRICS. I mean, the mm-hmm. the formation of BRICS and the growth there has been nothing short of crazy. Uh, but today we're going to talk about gold. And in the 30 plus years that I've been in this business, it has always somewhat fascinated me how many people have little to no experience when it comes to owning gold. And I, I get the fact it doesn't fit the traditional mold of how people invest or save money for the future. But you're talking about an asset, an asset class that has maintained a universal trading value since day one, that man or woman started pulling this stuff out of the ground. And the, the article on your screen or the link for those of you listening is yet another article pointing out the fact that central banks continue to break records when it comes to buying gold. And for those of you tuning in who have been following the, the central bank uh, banks and their explanation as to why they're doing this, You've seen they're doing it for the same reasons, really, that we all should be doing it. Uh, concerns about the dollar, overvalued real estate markets, a stock market that's getting ready to burst in the wrong direction, et cetera, et cetera. With all this buying of gold that's taking place, and it's not just the central banks, why do you think more people haven't looked at this and are, aren't doing the same things for themselves, Chris? Yeah, well, I mean, there's a, a few reasons. Obviously, um, you know, a lot of us are living busy lives, right? So it's, you know, take take the kids to school and uh, race to the office and get done as much as you can and uh, get dinner ready and, and all of that. So I think to some extent, uh, you know, a lot of people just aren't paying attention. And, and maybe the ones that, that are watching uh, the news, the business news, it's probably traditional networks, you know, uh, maybe Fox Business or CNBC. And of course, what are they talking about? You know, uh, the stock market, right? Um, sure. And you know, uh, tech stocks and pharmaceutical uh, companies and, and all of that excitement. Um, but they really don't, you know, touch on gold much. So I, I think because of that, it's just new to a lot of people. Again, even though, like you said, right, it's been around thousands of years uh, as money um, to, to most of us walking around today. You know, unless we've been paying attention. Uh, it's somewhat new. And, and you know, I, I talk to people a lot, uh, clients a lot on the phone. And I, I've learned that just most people, they don't make changes uh, unless they understand something. So unless they're really, you know, going out of their way to talk with a, a company like us and, and get some guidance, they don't understand it. Uh, so they go with the flow and, and uh, maybe invest in their 401k, which is traditionally just going to be mutual funds or, or stocks. But, um, you know, I think what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, in the stock market, it's it's nothing to, I shouldn't say nothing, but I mean, how many times have we all heard of a stock, you know, falling by 40, 50% uh, in value, you know, 
uh, overnight or maybe over the course of a week. I think what most people don't realize is that, you know, if, if you lose half your money in a, in a, a stock, let's say, or a, a fund, it takes a hundred percent gain uh, just to get back to even. And that's, that's a sure. losing battle. And, sure. you know, gold is, is, is much more uh, stable. You know, if gold moves five or 10%, you're probably going to hear about it uh, on the news. But uh, because of that lack of volatility, uh, you also don't have to have crazy gains in order to make good, consistent money and, and safeguard your finances. So again, I think mostly it's, it's just a lack of understanding. Once they talk to someone, you know, once I typically walk through the basics with people, the majority of them at the very least want to get some gold in their in their portfolio. Well, I mean, that's great to hear. And I think it's something that's critically important. And, you know, another thing as I was looking at that that article about central banks buying that I really wanted to, to point out to people um, you know, it references the fact they're buying it by the tonnage, number one. But <laughs> yeah. second to that, uh, I think it's it's very important to make the distinction. We're not talking about the central banks buying mining shares or ETFs or some right. form of a paper representation of gold. They are actually buying the physical metal. And, and the reason yeah. I think that's very important is that, you know, look, we hear a lot about what's going on with our debt you know, the, the dollar, the, the threat that BRICS presents to it. And some people even saying that the dollars, we know it may not even be here in a few years from now. Um, the key with physical gold is it's an unencumbered asset. There's no debt tied to it. The value is based on what it is as it sits in front of you. And the, and the strength of it, unlike, for instance, as you, you were mentioning, like, for instance, a stock, um, stocks have a value as they're traded on whatever exchange it might be. Let's just say the, the Dow and the New York stock exchange. But if that exchange is no longer trading uh, something similar, we saw in the, with a tragedy during nine 11 um, it's, you can't get your value out of it. Whereas gold, as right. we are doing this podcast today, it is universally trading in every currency throughout the world. It has the support of every currency throughout the world. And yeah. that's what makes it a, a the asset of choice, especially during times of difficulty. So yep. interesting, you know, interesting to see this and something we'll continue to watch. And over the years, I've also heard people say they don't like gold because it doesn't perform like other assets. Now, again, I've been in this business now for a little over 30 years. I heard this during the dot-com craze, which we all know how that ended. Um, also heard it during the big run-up in real estate in the early 2000s. Bad result there as well. Meanwhile, for the last several years, gold has been literally one of the number one performing asset classes. Now, mm -hmm. some people might be saying that's old news, and they'd be right. So let's talk about right now and tomorrow. You'll see on your screen or through the link on the, po on the podcast, if you're uh, listening to us, an article that's saying gold prices – will hit as much as $3,000 an ounce in 2024. Now, if you compare that to the $2,000 price that it's currently trading at, that's a pretty substantial move. So Chris, mm -hmm. tell us a little more about why they're predicting this kind of move. Well, I think uh, one thing that, that uh, maybe everybody doesn't realize is that gold typically mm -hmm. thrives 
when other asset classes are failing or, or doing badly. Um, doesn't mean it won't have consistent growth, you know, during that time period, but those th those things really help to set it apart. And um, right now, you know, I think we know that the dollar has been struggling, but, you know, compared to other uh, currencies, it's actually held up okay uh, up to this point. And uh, the stock market is keeping it together. Um, and then on top of that, interest rates uh, have been climbing. So it's good for savers, right? They're getting decent returns finally on, uh, you know, CDs and, and savings accounts. So, um, but despite all of those, I, I don't want to say positive, uh, but, you know, everything kind of keeping its, it's uh, holding its weight together. Gold has gone up 21%, a little over actually, uh, in the last year. So uh, it really, it's, it's, it's pretty simple math. If gold is growing as much as it has, even though all the wheels have not fallen off the wagon yet, uh, and you have a lot of people predicting a recession in uh, 2024, you know, a, a, a stock market crash, or at the very least a bear market, um, those are things that will really push the price. So to see it going from 2000 to 3000, while it sounds like a, a big jump and it is, you know, given all the current uh, market factors, it's very realistic. Yeah, and it's it's looking the the factors that in this article that discuss you know why it's going to you know make that type of a move. Uh, all their factors were unfortunately all too familiar with with we each and every one of us are watching you know this kind of unravel right before our eyes. Mm -hmm. And yeah. in so much we're talking about gold today, one of the things I wanted to be sure to kind of highlight or point out. Uh, related to gold. For those of you tuning in who uh, have never get, been involved in gold, you can contact our office, talk to one of our representatives. Uh, you'll see our toll-free number on the screen at 1-800-289-2646 uh, or visit us online at www.swissamerica.com. Uh, call in, find out a little bit more about gold. Another thing that, again, I wanted to highlight is uh, many people have been taking advantage of the ability and opportunity to take some of the retirement savings and actually put that into gold uh, monies that you may not need today, but you want them there for you tomorrow. It's been a very, very valuable tool and asset for mm -hmm. people to uh, position some of those funds there. So Chris, I thank you for all that information. Uh, thanks for joining us yet again for another episode of, of the secret war on cash. Uh, for those of you tuning in, please feel free to comment. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you'd like to hear more episodes like this, please subscribe to our podcast. And lastly, follow us, as I always say, on social media, because we'd love to stay plugged into you as well. So thank you for those tuning in. Chris, thanks again. We look forward to having you at another time in the future. We can talk about more exciting, fun stuff like this. I've been, <laughs> this is good. Dean Heskin. It's been Chris Agalestos as well. Thanks for tuning in. Love to see you next time.